everyone, and welcome to another episode of View Press Play News. My name's Natalia. I'm the news editor. I'm Michael. I'm the social media manager. And here's your news for this week. There are currently 35 active coronavirus cases on FAU campuses. Most cases are on the Boca Raton campus. Every FAU campus has at least one active case besides the Dania Beach campus. Data collected on September 24th showed that the cumulative case count for the fall semester was now 408 people. Two weeks prior, on September 10th, the cumulative case count was 206. There is a disparity between the active case count and the cumulative case count. Cumulative cases have been starkly increasing over the past four weeks while active cases have declined. The reason for this disparity is unclear. In Palm Beach County, there are 655 new coronavirus cases per day, according to the New York Times. 57% of the county is fully vaccinated. Florida is averaging 9,020 cases per day, and 56% of the state is vaccinated as of September 23rd, also according to the New York Times. Governor Ron DeSantis appointed Joseph Ladopo as Florida's new Surgeon General. The next day, Ladopo signed new protocols that gave parents the ability to choose whether or not to quarantine their children that have been exposed to COVID-19, as long as the child is asymptomatic. To learn more, read the weekly COVID update on upressonline.com. Human remains of 22-year-old Gabby Petito were discovered Sunday, September 19th and confirmed on Tuesday, September 21st. Her remains were found in Teton County, Wyoming, and the cause of death is a homicide. Petito went on a cross-country trip with her boyfriend, Bryant Landrie, back in June, but on August 12th, things start to take a turn. On that day, police in Utah had an encounter with the couple in which they were engaged in some sort of altercation. The Petito family's last communication with her was August 30th, but they don't believe the message they received was from her. Landry returned to the couple's home in Northport, which is where his parents also lived on September 1st. The white van the couple were traveling in was later recovered by police at the home. After not being able to get in touch with Petito, her family, who live in New York, reported her missing to the police. Northport authorities went to Landry's home that night and asked to speak with him and his family, but were, quote, essentially handled the information for their attorney. After several days of Petito's family and police pleading with Landry's family to cooperate in the investigation, his family requests that police come to their home as they hadn't seen Brian since September 14th. After Petito's remains were found, Landry's parents were questioned at their home by the FBI. As of September 23rd, authorities are on the search for Landry and the U.S. District Court of Wyoming issued a federal arrest warrant for him. On September 10th, a couple in Texas were told to leave a restaurant, all because they were wearing their masks. Natalie Wester and her husband, Joseph Lopez Garudo, were told to leave the Hangtime Sports Grill and Bar because they were wearing masks, which the couple said was because they have a four-month-old son who has cystic fibrosis. Cystic fibrosis is a genetic disease that affects the lungs and digestive system of those who have it. When Mustard came into the establishment, she was told to remove her mask, but she thought it was for ID purposes. After being sat down and ordering some food, the waiter went over to the couple and told them to either remove their mask or leave. The waiter didn't budge once told that they were paying customers who had an order already put in and that she had a young child with a genetic disease. The couple said this experience has made them feel that the hassle is not worth it to go out. On Friday, September 24th, the House passed a bill protecting women's abortion rights. The bill, the Women's Health Protection Act, was passed in response to Texas's new anti-abortion law, which bans abortion after six weeks before many women know they are pregnant. The Texas law went into effect on September 1st and does not provide exceptions for women that become pregnant because of rape. The Women's Health Protection Act would establish a statutory right for healthcare providers to provide and patients to receive abortion care without certain limitations or requirements. 
The bill would give women the right to an abortion without medically unnecessary procedures, such as ultrasounds, counseling, or mandatory waiting periods. The act would also ban states from requiring women to visit in-person clinics before trying to obtain an abortion. The bill would bar states from prohibiting any abortion prior to fetal viability. It also would bar the prohibition of an abortion after fetal viability if, in the health care provider's good faith judgment, continuing the pregnancy would pose a risk to the pregnant patient's life or health. The bill is not expected to pass the Senate, however. GOP politicians have criticized the bill, saying it strips states of their ability to regulate abortion. It's unclear if the Senate will take up the bill, as it currently is not clear whether a majority of the chamber supports it. A GOP-led review of ballots in Arizona's Maricopa County has shown that there was no substantial voter fraud and that Joe Biden won the county. Arizona was a major swing state in the 2020 election, and the results in Maricopa County pushed the state towards Joe Biden, who won the state and the presidency. Despite post-election reviews and two private audits of Maricopa County's results, GOP politicians still attempted to prove that there was fraud in the county without evidence. The latest vote count has cost Arizona residents hundreds of thousands of dollars in tax money. Despite the results, former President Trump still said that the audit showed fraud once again without evidence. 11 months since the 2020 election, Trump and GOP politicians have yet to demonstrate any evidence of voter fraud in the 2020 election. In a past you press play news episode, we talked about how China passed a law limiting the amount of time a child could play video games. Well, now China just passed another law, but this time limiting the amount of time undoing China's own version of TikTok. The new rule will apply to children under 14 years of age and will limit the use of the application to 40 minutes a day. This comes as the country tries to crack down on the amount of time children spend on technology. And this has been a U Press Play News of the Week.